This is Better Benefits, a podcast from the team at Brella Insurance. We're talking about how to use employee benefits to build a world where health hardships don't create financial burdens. If you're a broker or employer looking for fresh ideas and new products employees will actually use, this show's for you. Hi there, I'm Laura Cave, Head of Marketing here at Brella, and this is Better Benefits, episode number 32. Today, I'm excited to welcome Christy Horvath to the show. Christy is founder and CEO of Wagmo, a pet insurance and wellness company that helps people take care of their pets. I don't know how much you've heard about pet benefits lately, but I wanted to just frame this conversation with some surprising stats. 45% of pet parents in the United States spend the same or more on the healthcare needs of their pets than they do on themselves. Just crazy to think about. Also, more households today have pets than have children. And 95% of Wagmo users use their plans on an annual basis. Benefits Pro reported in May of this year that the pet insurance market grew 24% annually over the past five years. So it, it sounds to me like pet insurance ticks a lot of boxes that employers and brokers look for when it comes to building an attractive benefit program. And I have to admit, this surprised me a little bit because pet insurance or pet benefits at first glance seem a little bit like a nice to have for you know certain folks compared to maybe the major medical health insurance, which is what we, we think of first when we think of employer-sponsored benefits. But we're actually talking about a major expense for a massive number of households. And it seems to me that if you can use a benefit to solve a real financial problem and an emotional pain point for your employees, that's a win. That's what benefits are for. And it's pretty astonishing to see that Wagmo reports 95% utilization of their plans every year. There are so many benefits that employers offer year after year that go get nowhere near that kind of usage. So I'll be really curious to hear Christy unpack some of how they designed their benefit and what the results have been for employers who are offering this to their teams. So with that, I'm going to stop talking and introduce Christy so that we can jump into it. As I mentioned, Christy is the founder and CEO of Wagmo. She previously spent six years as a vice president at BlackRock with the Financial Institutions Group. At heart, she's a dog lover, a food seeker, and an entrepreneur with an MBA from Harvard Business School. Christy, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Laura. Very excited to be here to chat pet insurance with you. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about your professional journey. You were not in the benefits space before. And I'm curious to hear, how did you come to found Wagmo? Very good question. Like anybody else who ends up in insurance, it was sort of an accident. Certainly did not grow up thinking I would, I would end up here. So, well, personally, I grew up in Colorado, surrounded by dogs and cats my entire life. And generally the type of person who would rather hang out with a dog than a human. Nine times out of 10. <laughs> okay. And professionally started my career in insurance. So I actually went straight into the insurance industry sort of accidentally at BlackRock, worked with insurance companies exclusively for like six and a half, almost seven years. And very surprisingly realized that I loved insurance, like genuinely and truly love it. Wow. Okay. Yeah. 
which is weird. There's not many of us out there who can say that, but I figured I would lean into it. And so, you know, saw that course out at BlackRock. Uh, at some point realized I was ready for kind of the next step in the journey. And so I ended up going to business school a bit harder to figure out what exactly that was going to translate to as a career path. And I went to school. I took my dog with me. His name was Denver. Denver was the first dog that I was financially responsible for. I adopted him when he was like three or so years old. And in the middle of business school, Denver started having seizures. And yeah, I don't know if you've ever seen a dog have a seizure or anything, but... I hope I never do. It's horrifying. And of course, always happening in the middle of the night, and it just kept getting progressively worse. And so for about three months, I was just nose deep in vet hospitals, doggy neurologists, dog CT scans, like you name it, we did it. I had to put it all in my credit card, of course, because I'm in business school. So I had negative income at the time. And frankly, came out of that experience with this very sincere and very visceral appreciation for just how challenging, all-consuming, and how expensive it really is to be a pet parent. Turns out there's a lot more to it than toys and food and, and treats. And those are the moments where you realize that this is a tremendous emotional, but also financial burden on somebody, but one that you're going to pay because you're obsessed with your dog. And so I came away from that experience with, with that personal appreciation. And you know, as I started to dig into the pet insurance area more generally, frankly, more as a consumer and trying to reconcile how pet insurance helps somebody navigate all of these challenges, I pretty quickly realized that pet insurance as an industry had really stagnated. I mean, it existed, it's been around, it's quite popular in Europe. We're seeing, you know, over 20% of pet owners in Europe have pet insurance, but in the US, it's, it's pretty new. And I started to think, you know, why is that? And if you Pair that with the fact that millennials are now having pets instead of kids. They're treating their pets like kids. Like you said, they're spending considerably more money on their pets than they are themselves. It just became glaringly obvious to me that millennial pet parents need a new solution. And long story short, I did some soul searching and basically came to the conclusion that I love dogs and I love insurance. And so if there was ever something I was going to spend my days building, it was going to be a better pet insurance company. And so here we are. That's amazing. It sounds like, yeah, you found the thing that you were made to do. That's always so awesome to hear. I'm very grateful. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So let's dig a little bit deeper into the, the pet insurance space. I think we have a fairly good idea of the benefits, you know, like the problem that we're solving on the employee side, because they're facing, you know, the choice of spend thousands of dollars that I may not have, or it goes on the credit card to care for a pet with some healthcare needs or, or lose their pet, which is just horribly emotional choice to have to make. And, and so insurance is there to ease the financial burden so that they can take care of their pet and, and move on. But from the employer perspective, I'm really curious, you know, what the problem that you're solving there for them is. Yeah, well, it's an interesting problem. And I would say it's a new problem, which I think is 
accounts for some of that discomfort that you initially feel when you try and reconcile, you know, is this a lifestyle benefit or is this a core benefit? And the reality is we're in, we are in this very new paradigm where, as you mentioned before, there are more households out there with pets than there are with children, which if you take a second to let that sink in, what that actually translates to is if you're an employer, statistically, almost 70, 75% of your employees are pet owners. And so as the millennial demographic becomes a larger share of employees, that proportion is going to continue to grow. And now as an employer, if you're, if you're thinking about your benefits from the standpoint of let me help my employees manage their household budget, you know, feel comfortable and confident in their household economics and their spending and relieve that financial stress kind of in their lives as a whole. Pets are a huge part of that, especially in a situation where your demographic is more likely to have a pet than a child. You know, we're at this, we're at this stage of what it means to be a pet parent. And, and I use the word pet parent very deliberately because like, I'm not a pet owner. I am a pet parent. Like I will lay on the ground before a car for my dog. And, and that's a very common sentiment. And so, you know, when, when I think about my finances on a monthly basis, my pet care and her food and her dog walker and her daycare is all like a primary consideration. And that's more likely than not the case for, for many employees these days. So really by offering pet benefits, I mean, we're already seeing employees super excited about pet-friendly workplaces. I mean, pet insurance and pet wellness plans is just sort of a natural extension of nurturing that relationship with one's pet and also, frankly, meeting your employees where they are in their lives. And, and showing them that, that they appreciate how big of a financial burden pet, pet parenting can be. And totally candidly speaking, as an employer myself, it's a really easy win. Like this is, it's considerably more affordable than most other kind of financial related benefits that you can offer for your employees. And so it's a very quick win. It's very low lift to implement. And it's a really, really meaningful and personal benefit at the end of the day that has a direct impact on your employees' day-to-day lives. That's so interesting. I wonder next if you could take us through Wagmo's solution a little bit more specifically as far as how the benefit works. I know you guys are doing something a little bit differently. It's not always insurance. There's also a wellness product. So walk us through what you guys built and, and designed there and why it's different from what else has been on the market. Yeah, well, let me start by by kind of acknowledging the elephant in, in the pet insurance room, which is, you know, pet insurance has traditionally been thought of as kind of a set it and forget it benefit, right? If you have it and best case scenario, you never use it, which is kind of a weird benefit to offer someone. And, and I suspect that has a lot to do with why it's been kind of just a check the box option in the past. But at Wagmo, what we're doing is we've actually built and devised our products in a way that they are very specifically designed to be used and to be used frequently and routinely and consistently. And so our flagship product is actually what we call our wellness plan. And for any pet owners out there who have ever taken their dog or cat to the vet for an annual checkup, you know that you you cannot leave a vet paying less than like two or $300 these days. And sometimes even more just for your routine office visit, a couple vaccines, maybe a blood work test. You never know how much it's going to be exactly, but you're like mentally prepared for at least $200. 
that routine maintenance cost really adds up. And for the average American is actually quite burdensome financially. And so we designed this wellness product to help pet parents navigate budget and access all of those everyday expenses that you're going to incur anyways for taking care of your pet. But through Wagmo, you can get reimbursed for those and you can spread out the cost over the course of of the year for your pet. So basically the way it works is, you know, Laura, you sign up your dog, you take him to the vet, you pay your bill out of pocket, and then you would take a picture of your invoice, upload it to the Wagmo app. And within an hour, we Venmo or PayPal you your reimbursement. And it's this delightful moment where you basically just got cash back for taking care of your pet. And so when you when you mentioned earlier that statistic around 95% utilization, it's because this plan was really designed to be utilized. And and again, if I can like pivot and kind of pitch the, the, the benefit to an employer is if you think about what you're optimizing for, for your employees and for your benefit package, you want to give them something that they're actually going to use every single year that they're going to get value out of and that they're going to really enjoy. And that's, that's exactly what we've designed. Right. Because when we talk about utilization, what we're really talking about is an experience of value, getting something out of you know, the benefit, whether they're paying for it themselves or they're getting it from, you know, fully paid by the employer. That's super interesting. So really what you're doing is you're making it more affordable for pet parents to do preventive care, like with their pets, right? Because, you know, that's always the saddest part when, oh, you know, the dog seems to be doing fine. Do we really have to go in for the annual physical? And then that happens over a number of years. And then surprise, you know, something is caught only when the dog starts really showing symptoms and it's too late to address at that point. So, so that's wonderful. And then there's an insurance product that sits alongside that for the bigger things when a dog or cat is actually sick. Yeah, exactly. So we've we've built our offerings in a modular way, which is quite different than what's available out there with some of our competitors. So we have our wellness plan, which is available on a standalone basis. So maybe you have a dog who's old or has a pre-existing condition and perhaps won't be eligible or insurance isn't the right fit. You can just get wellness and get covered for those every day. Independently, we also have an emergency plan, which is our insurance product, and that's going to cover your cancers, your surgeries, your x-rays, kind of those catastrophic unexpected events. And then what's really cool about Wagmo is along along all of this, we also have this perks program where as a Wagmo member, you get exclusive discounts for really cool pet-related perks. So things like a discounted BarkBox subscription or discounted virtual pet training or or discounted pet medications. The idea really is that we are offering this kind of end-to-end pet wellness solution for employers and, and their employees. Awesome. I love that. I'm curious, you know, you guys have been around for some time now, but I'm curious how the the pandemic impacted your business and if there were any learnings sort of coming as we're starting to come out of that, the worst part of that period. Yeah. Well, I will say that while a very bizarre year to be building and running a company, at the end of the day, the pandemic actually was quite a tailwind for for pet businesses. I mean, we came out of this pandemic with record high pet adoption rates. I mean, I think 
I know at least five friends who have gotten pandemic puppies. I think everybody knows at least somebody. And so we've seen a tremendous surge in, in, in pet adoption, cats and dogs. And what follows from that is all of these people, frankly, being like, oh, crap, these are very expensive. Now I need to go figure out how to actually navigate this because this is now my new family member for the next 10, 12 years. So all this to say it's been good for business, but it's also been interesting because as you know, as people are navigating that, we're we're seeing a lot of people are coming to us for help with how to train a puppy. You know, how do I how do I choose the right crate? Now I've got my dog is suffering from separation anxiety because now I'm going back to the workplace. Right. Even just like what food to buy. I know there's so many options out there. <laughs> exactly. So just kind of navigating what I call the like pet onboarding phase of life. And, and Wagmo is now in this really cool position where we are able to be a resource for those people, whether it's through some of the content that we generate, all of our customer support associates are actually pet parents. That's like a requirement to be uh, an associate. Yeah. So everybody that you chat with or, or text with on the Wagmo team has lived this themselves. And so we really love and take pride in the fact that we can genuinely help people in the day-to-day, whether it's paying them for their vet visit or just kind of helping talk them through like puppy potty training nightmares. That's, that's a cool aspect of, of the job. Yeah. What a fascinating way to build empathy into your company. I think that's really admirable that as a leader, you're you're like, we're not going to put people on the phone with pet parents that can't empathize what it's like. Yeah. Well, it's an important piece of like pet insurance as a product and pet wellness as a product. I think some of the larger players lose sight of that because at the end of the day, what's what's happening on the other side of that chat or that phone call or what have you is a pet parent who's just trying to keep their cat or dog very healthy and happy. And you have to be able to connect with that and understand that despite whatever is going on in, in the situation. Yeah. So when you look ahead for the company, I'm curious, what's next? More, maybe more product offerings along the onboarding side of things. Talk us through... What's happening at Wagmo in 2022 and beyond? My goodness, so much is happening. Honestly, we're, we're, we're just getting started. We're fairly new into the employer space and seeing a lot of exciting traction there. So I think you can expect to see some really incredible partnerships on that side of things. We're also building the team up very quickly and have some really incredible new folks joining us this past quarter and, and into 2022. And then from the product standpoint, I mean, we're just consistently speaking to customers and trying to constantly refine and optimize you know, the value that we offer them. So whether it's you know, improved claims experience or faster claims or easier claims or potentially expanded coverage or introducing some new product components, I think there's a lot on the roadmap. So, so keep an eye on us. Nice. That's awesome. All right. Well, Before we let you go, there's one last question that we always like to ask our guests, and that is whether there's a book or a resource that has had a profound impact on you, either personally or professionally, that you'd like to recommend to our listeners. So that's a question that I don't know if I can answer off the top of my head, but I will say like the the best resource for me over this journey has very much been asking for help 
among my network. I think when I when I first started out, I was very resistant to it and then quickly realized that when it comes to building a company, when it comes to entering a market, you know, a lot of times there are folks out there who have done it before, who have done something sort of similar and, and can help. And at the end of the day, if you are able to learn from someone else's mistake versus making it your own, that ends up getting you a lot further, much faster. And so that's that's honestly my my biggest advice for entrepreneurs is, you know, if you feel stuck, just just ask someone. That's really, really good advice. I know I have never been at a company that had such a proactive approach to advisor conversations as we have here at Brella. And I know personally in my career, it's been amazing to have access to people in both my network and my CEO's network on a more structured basis where they've sort of agreed to advise. And and it's so true, like somebody is awesome at that thing that you're struggling with. And if you give them an opportunity to share their magic with you, then they feel great about that. And so many people are happy to help. And and if we just kind of get out of our own way of admitting, I don't know how to do this. Exactly. <laughs> Which exactly. is hard to do when you're a leader and, and an achiever, but it's so valuable and, and it really makes space for other people to shine. And, and that's that's really cool. Well, thank you so much, Christy, for your time, for being with us, for sharing what you're up to. I think it's really exciting, you know, in for pet owners generally, but also for employers who are looking for something really meaningful to, to make their benefits program the retention tool that it's supposed to be. So, so really appreciate your, all your efforts and we'll be watching your progress for sure. Thank you. Very exciting. If any of you listening would like to connect with Christy and the team at Wagmo, you can visit their website at wagmo.io. I'll add a link to that as well as links to other items that we mentioned on the show today to our show notes, which you can find at joinbrella.com slash podcast. And if you want to get in touch with us or learn more about Brella, we'd love to hear from you. Get in touch with us through our website at joinbrella.com. And while you're there, don't forget to subscribe to the Better Benefits newsletter. As always, thank you for listening. Visit joinbrella.com slash podcast for notes from today's show. And if you liked the episode, share it with a colleague. This helps us spread the word. Be sure to subscribe or follow in your favorite podcast player so you don't miss our next episode. And that's a wrap. This is Laura Cave and Mike Zarillo from the Better Benefits Podcast. Thanks for listening and have a great week.